0: Are you trying to find the perfect distribution platform to get your music on Spotify and Apple? I personally use and love DistroKid. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash DistroKid to get a small discount and get access to a platform with unlimited uploads for a yearly fee. Happy uploading and enjoy the show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by
1: working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing
0: better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Hello and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I'm your host, DK, and with me, as always, is my lovely co host, Bowel Movement Lou. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i thought you were gonna say something along the lines of laxative lou
0: oh there you go laxative lou let it loose lou <laughs> butt loose lou yeah 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 just letting it loose man lou was off mic before before we started recording was telling me how he, had, he was on a on a murder streak with his farts yesterday <laughs> my fiance was not having it at
1: all yeah <laughs> It was. I'm sorry, y'all. You don't need this info, but it's like I appreciate a good good fart story. I appreciate,
0: dude. I you know a (laughs) lot of my stories that I have that I tell the dinner table is surprisingly a a lot surrounded by naked people and poop. and uh so anyway like the naked biker dude a fart a fart is just foreplay for poop that's all it is <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> it's just poop
1: foreplay i like, just, just like... want to give you a little taste <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: not a taste it smells so bad you could taste it that shit is the worst you know you that know literal what? shit is the worst that
1: just reminds me i still have to buy the studio a bidet i'm i'm i oh, never i, dude, I never thought i'd be like a huge bidet believer um because like i grew up in america where the like, days like, <laughs> aren't really that common See,
0: i'm japanese dude yeah i got yeah. that bidet dude
1: yeah and it's just funny because now like anytime i poop anywhere else i'm just like damn they don't have a bidet dude what am i gonna do just smear it on my cheeks with paper yeah
0: dude a bidet's great
1: i had to scratch it off
0: anyway let's <laughs> let's get into the topic now welcome to this is uh the mixing music podcast not the bm podcast uh so we're gonna <laughs> mix up your bowels all right uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, an interesting topic. I'm sure everybody you've already seen the title. We're gonna talk about some plugins that we've been using on every single mix this 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 uh, episode. And uh, I've been experimenting and trying some things out. And I want to recommend a few and talk about how we've been using them. And talk about some oldies but goodies as well. Um, we we're talking about this. I Dave Pensado does this all the time, and I think it's really inspiring. Like Dave Pensado's is always trying out new plugins, mm-hmm. and like his ability to explore. Like I feel like we all get like habits, you know, we kind of get set in our ways, which is not a bad thing, actually. It's really great for efficiency. Um, but I want to, I think it's like, it's cool if, if you know, people want to try out new plugins, want to test things out, want to expand and, and see what's going on. And here's some plugins that I think sound great. <laughs> Segway. Okay. It's <laughs> slot number one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ooh, that reminds me. I did have an idea for us to do, but yeah. Let's hear number
0: one. Yeah, number one. This is, I'm demoing this. I haven't bought it yet. It's actually a plugin. How dare you
1: not purchase it?
0: Yeah, I haven't because, first off, it's friggin' expensive. And the demo is 40 days. So, actually, that's an impressive
1: amount of time. Yeah. Did they by any chance say business days? Like forty seems like such uh, a it on the weekends <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like yeah. but I have to do a revision on Saturday. Buy a bitch.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good way to do a demo. It's only available on the weekdays. Anyway, um, this is a company called Pulsar Modular. Really mm, great company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were initially became got in the limelight for making their P forty two uh, it's it's like that plug-in in the beginning phase V1 it was literally just a picture of a transformer and you can drive the transformer yeah. um, but the one that I want to talk about today is their P11 Abyss compressor it's really fancy it's 350 bucks uh, and it's pretty expensive hmm. and it's really dope actually i'm i'm not really blown away by compressors often mm-hmm. and this one's really versatile it's got clipping in it you can mod transformers and like you can mod different things and oh a little bit I,
1: I do know you like your modularity yeah and yeah. it's got
0: like thc thc built really? into it like it's the, got like different you can get high off of it oh hold on wait thd, a THD is what i'm thinking Man, not thc i was about to say like thanks this, for calling me out lou that no would been embarrassing Dude, I don't even smoke, bro. I'm the most sober person anybody's ever met. Uh, and uh, and uh, let's see, the, uh, it's got like different settings for boosting EQ into the side chain as well as into the out signal. You can okay. change the order of the signal chain. It's got clipping built in. I already said that. It's got a gain reduction limit. It's, just look at it. Look it up. It's really great, actually. And in the demo, hmm. I was very surprised. At first, I was like, this sucks hmm And then I tweaked with it. And it's a really tweaky compressor. It's not one of those that you like set and forget. It's one of those that if you tweak, it's you can get it to sound really good. It's oh. it's like a nerd's paradise, I feel like. Yeah. It's not. It's definitely overcomplicated for like your casual. If you're asking for vocal preset plugins or like vocal chains, um, this is not your compressor for you. This is a compressor for those real nerds that know what they're doing, and it sounds phenomenal, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been I've been messing with it. I've only used it on a couple mixes, but like it's it's impressive enough that I'm putting it number one on my list. Nice. It's it's really good. I was really impressed. Hmm. Number two on the list, if I can, if I can go directly into yeah. that. Unless you want to talk about the P11. No, it I don't know. Coo- it looks cool, P11. dude. It looks cool. I don't, yeah. The interface of it looks as dope as well. Look at that. It's got like a light mode and a dark mode. It's got threshold ratio. It's got like this. This is different here. It kind of
1: reminds me of the waste stuff.
0: Yeah, it's... it's weiss, weiss. Weiss. Weiss, yeah, Weiss. Yeah, it's got, like, dude, and it's super flexible. So it's got the attack and release times. You can get it as fast to be, like, as fast as, like, a an 1176. So it goes into, like, mm-hmm. microseconds. It's great. And it also, like, goes really slow, like, uh, saturation with different, like, a... Yeah, anyway, AAB different types of saturation there. It's really great actually. And and this doesn't show it on this picture that we're looking at right now, but it also has like this pressure thing too where it's like you can make the compressor smoother. I don't know, mm. something about some algorithm. Like I thing. guess
1: it's pumpability.
0: Yeah, and it's got like this really great It's low latency. It doesn't take up a lot of uh, DSP. It's actually, I don't know. It's just really great. Anyway, we're going to go into the next one, which I think is really underrated. I don't know. Have you ever heard of Kilo Hearts? Yeah. Kilo Hearts is great, man. Um, Kilo Hearts, they have a couple. They have a couple plugins that you can buy and pay for. But they also have like a pack of like 30 plugins, which is, is free. So for all y'all free people that want them free plugins, there's 30 modular effects plugins that are totally for free, and you got to download them all at once. And it's great marketing because like every time you load it up, you have to say, "No, I don't want the new ones. Yeah, I don't want the paid ones." So it's like, damn, like maybe I should just buy it just so it stops popping up. But um, it's great. Let I me think read. I've
1: done that before, but for like an iPhone app.
0: <laughs> oh yeah dude yeah. It's, it's a really simple interface it's really easy uh, but let me just read all 30 of what they have they got the three band EQ bit crush channel mixer chorus comb filter compressor delay distortion dual delay dynamics d- ensemble filter flanger formant filter frequency shifter gain gate cost ladder filter limiter Nonlinear filter phase distortion phaser pitch shifter Resonance, resonator reaver reverser ring mod serios tape stop trance gate transient shaper all for free that's good. It's it's crazy and and again the interfaces are really really simple. It's really easy to use. Um the fact that they're free is phenomenal. I've been using a lot of that transient shaper actually. Yeah. It's not you you can't split up the frequencies like you can like Neutron or Ozone, but um uh dude the transient shaper is great. Um they yeah, they have anything that you could ever need. The nonlinear filter, bro, they have limiters. The ladder filter, they have shit that I don't even know what it does. It's crazy, man. I'm not going to lie to you. What the hell is Ensemble? It, it, I can guess that it's probably some sort of like modulator where it makes it sound like choir, like Ed Terrace Choir or something like mm-hmm. that, or like a vocal doubler type thing. I have no idea what a channel mixer is. It looks like, just from the picture, it's it's kind of like your mid-side and swip, switching left and right, like some panning thing. Dude, yeah, it's got a lot of different things. and And you know what? They all sound great, actually, so... Um, formant filter dude that's what a crazy crazy set of tools just like utility as well like the game thing it's like it obviously does one thing but um just utility of is great they look great they feel great they sound great they're really reliable i'm not gonna lie
1: i think the utility ones are the ones that sell me the most on it just because uh there's plugins like the hlf3c from uh ua which is such a great for the most part, faithful recreation of the Poltec. It's right? literally
0: just a high and low pass. Yeah.
1: The downside is there's no makeup gain, which is yeah. the most annoying thing in the fucking world. They put all these new features on shit that didn't have those features in the real unit, but they couldn't give me makeup gain on something that literally filters out frequencies. That's all it does. There's no boosting to it. Give me the makeup gain. I need it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love Kilo Hearts. I'd recommend you check them out. And they've got like a few of, it looks like their actual like they've got like a 31 band graphic EQ they've got like a bunch of other things but honestly um the, this, dude I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you it's the free stuff that's getting it for me it's really cool I really like it actually I'm and their regular paid stuff is not that expensive they do have like a subscription as well so they got like a dist- thank you pay for distortion oh that's cool that one you have to pay for, but the faturator. Uh, the faturator. We're looking at this website right now. Anyway, um, really cool company, really great. We're going to see them in M as well. Um, they're really great people. We're gonna number three. This is one of my favorite. This is something I've been using every single mix. And at first it was really exciting, but now it's less exciting. But I still use it every mix. Is it's replaced my Fab Filter Three for for most nine out of ten. 10 times, dude. There, I still use FabFilter yeah. Pro-Q3 sometimes, but I've been using the Kirchhoff EQ, which is now available if you have a Plugin Alliance subscription. It's now part of Plugin Alliance. The Kirchhoff EQ, it's it's got everything, almost everything that FabFilter Pro-Q3 does, except it's got a couple things that I want to point out. Is It's got analog-emulated bands and filters. Mm-hmm. So... Um, for example, it's got like a Neve filter type mid-range boost or low-end boost. Um, this is a company called Three Body Tech, but it's now through Plugin Alliance. So it's got a bunch of different unique filters. It's got unique oversampling as well and mm. and um, some uh, filters as well, phasing as well, mixed phase. Uh, they They've got a few different things. As far as to deal with distortion as well and um, harmonic shifted envelope for for dynamic eq so it's just like a really nerdy one it's it's still kind of like cheap made Mm -hmm. but it's it's not as cool looking as 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 clean as the pro q3 as far as like visually goes but my favorite part about it is that you can build and customize your own themes you can change the colors of everything and bro i have a jojo bizarre adventure theme that i've built into it i have uh uh Gundam theme, actually I don't have a Gundam theme I have a Neon Genesis Evangelion theme on it, mm-hmm. I have a bunch of different Jojo anime themes on it, I have a Dragon Ball theme on it, I've made, I've made a bunch of different themes on it, you can put a picture in the background, you can change the color of the meters, dog I'm getting excited, you can tell from the tone of my voice that's yes. what I'm getting the most excited about uh, there's a couple things that are a little bit annoying with it, for example like the great thing about the FabFilter Pro Q3 is when you turn a band into a dynamic mode it's automatic Mm-hmm. Where the Kirchhoff doesn't have an automatic thing. You have to manually set the attack and release time and it and the threshold each yeah. each time. Which is like nice, but at the same time, like from a speed perspective, it's slower. It's a little bit slow. Yeah. It's slower. It's got look ahead as well. It's got like a hundred and twelve bit oversampling. This is crazy, dude. There's a there's it's crazy, man. Um and, yeah, it doesn't do, like, the uh, the EQ match as well that I know the Fab Filter 3 mm-hmm. does. And it doesn't have the cross-referencing for...
1: For other instances. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know how it, like, shows you the other instances and what's, like, the, the frequencies that are muddying each other up? Yeah. The competing frequencies doesn't have that. But, I mean, it's great, dude. And, oh, man, you can see pictures of my JoJo theme. I'm so proud of my JoJo theme. It looks so good, dude. I I know you've seen it yeah. too. It's so, it's so visually pleasing. Um, but I like this one a lot. Again, it's got like Poltec, Mog, uh, SSL, Neve, even Baxendal, like the dangerous Baxendal EQ curves all mm-hmm. built into it. Um, it's, it, the, it's just the curves. I don't know if it's the harmonics. It's just the curves. Um, but it sounds really great. It's really reliable. It's pretty low, cpu mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's kind of been replacing my my fab filter pro q3 it's got ev- mm. it's it does everything slightly better um minus the couple things that it doesn't do which is the eq match which you don't really yeah. need it
1: for to be honest i used it once never used it again
0: yeah I, I like every once in a while i come back to it i'm like let me try it and then and it i regret just, it every time yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's it's um it's not amazing it's not, not amazing, amazing.
0: You know, and and dude, this didn't make the list, but like talking about EQs, bro, you know, it's really underrated vocal EQ, your mom,
1: (laughs) vocal (laughs) EQ. Oh, actually that was going to be part of my list.
0: That one's really underrated. People aren't talking about that enough.
1: Oh no, I use it all the time. I use it more than I use Pro. But PQ. I mean, like
0: YouTube, the people on YouTube and other like influencers, they're just not talking about Antares vocal EQ that much. And it's I think it's, it's
1: because it's a brand that's not known for like compression and EQ. And because of that, it's like this is freshman year. But with the freshman year, I'd say that was a knockout plugin.
0: Oh yeah, it was yeah. so good. Yeah it's got that airband lift in it which is its own f- separate band it's got the surfer mm-hmm. eq tune like you can uh it tracks to it changes the frequency based on the tuning of the vocal and you can change it to like the second harmonic to the third yep. harmonic so it's like a constantly moving eq band and you can also make it dynamic i don't know if surfer eq does that actually no uh
1: well no, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. There's turn it there's
1: a way to do it, but it's not very good.
0: Yeah, there's uh yeah. So straight up, I think that's like one of the most underrated EQs is the vocal EQ. It's crazy. It's really great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but the amount of bands it gives you to work with, pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive. impressive. Really impressive. And I love the aesthetic that Enterse is kind of going into recently. Yeah. Um. The next one on my list is God Particle. Mm-hmm. Which it sounds like you had some pretty negative experience on, which is okay. Yeah. Tell tell yeah. me a little bit about it.
1: So for me, um, I don't like MasterBus plugins that are designed to say I don't like the marketing of it. It's the greatest plugin ever. It's the only thing you need. It's on a your one
0: knob type thing. It, it's it. a
1: one knob. It's a one knob. You let's, don't let's really me, know what's
0: going on. It's a mystery box. No,
1: I mean you kind of know what's going on, but it just it's it's one of those that I believe is in the same lane as a CLA plugin. Yeah, uh, I, I, I look at it as equal as the CLA plugins, which I know is a good and a bad thing uh, because it's just
0: not the, our target. demo Like we're not the demographic for that. Play. Uh,
1: like I'm definitely personally not, you know, because uh, my experience with it is this. You either start with it on your mix or you don't put it on at all because the saturation, though, it sounds good changes a lot of the mix and it's default settings are what he claims to be what he does. But when you hear his interviews, he always says, that's what I start with. I just started on the master bus. So even he acknowledges the need to just start on from the start. Um, but, um, It's fixed thresholds for, like, its frequency locations on the indicators and everything. Um, They talk about doing these updates where, like, there'll be different profiles, but no ability to actually manually change it yourself. Like, if you wanted to hit your own targets. Yeah, I think Um, the point of that is to, like,
0: make it easier and accessible to those that don't know what they're doing as much. Totally. Um, But then in order for
1: certain functions of the plugin to actually hit, you have to hit those thresholds. So the downside is that you're not necessarily not getting the full use of the plugin, but unless you use it intentionally for that plugin, then the plugin doesn't really fully do what it's supposed to do. Interesting. You know, yeah. supposedly. But for me, um a lot of my work on the Master Bus tends to be kind of like gentle strokes, while this one has a pretty heavy hand. Um I'm not a super fan of heavy handed moves on the master bus
0: yeah Yeah. so this is interesting this is on my list and i actually have some some problems with some issues with it and number one is the lack of flexibility so Mm -hmm. like you said the fixed threshold on the multi-band section is like not cool it's it's just not cool yeah and then um uh, the limiter limiter on it just sucks i just leave it off i I used it once and i was like so bad that i just turned it off yeah um, I have to turn down the input and level match the output. And I am. Uh, it is unfortunate that like the clip in it, the, the what I can tell, what I can hear is the the main middle knob. What it's doing mm-hmm. is clipping, it's widening, and it's saturating a little yeah. bit. And and those things. It's cool, but it's got. I kind of got this mid range bump thing going on. Like it's boosting the mid range a little yeah. bit, making make giving more presence in the mid range, which I think it sounds great, mm-hmm. especially for the, like these hip hop tracks, these R and B tracks where you're kind of mixing it to be a little scooped, and then you. You come in with like the mid, oh, like rebalancing out the mid range and making the mid range present again. I think that's okay, but there's a lack of control, which upsets me. Okay, there's a lack of control that. So I feel exactly what you're what you're going through right now. What you're talking about. That being said, for what it is, for for the amount that you cannot control the specifics of what's going on underneath the a hood. Good sound. It's sometimes, I will admit, sometimes it sucks. It's just flat out just like the worst possible thing that you can put on your mix bus. Yeah. But there are times where I try, I try it on sometimes. A lot, of, a lot recently I've been trying it on mm. most songs just to see how it affects it. Um, and I feel like I've tried it on, on on dozens and dozens of mixes now, enough where like, I kind of get the vibe of like what it works well on, what it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and there when it does work well, it does work well. Yeah. It's and really I, cool.
1: I think that's why I'm a big believer that, like, you know, Joshua had actually said, you know, hey, you know, that's the first thing I put on my master bus. Like, if you mix into it, I don't doubt that it can do something really special. Um, I think it's just like, if it's an afterthought, it d- usually doesn't bode well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah, I I like and that's how I use it is as an afterthought. Yeah. Which is like really like and I will admit that it doesn't work every single time.
1: Like have I ever told you how I tune and this would would have been one of the plugins I bring up later but like the tape machine plugins? Hmm. Like so you know how on plugins like the Studer 8, 800 from UA you actually have like the tuning uh mechanism like the biasing and everything. Um if you were to actually like tune the plugin Uh, with like pink noise you'd actually see that like standard off it's doing a low mid uh dip it's doing a low bump and it's doing a top end bump um but if you were to flatten it out and you listen to it on your mix bus um you would still actually hear a good depth change but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't necessarily super change your tonality but there would be certain changes where like oh okay i see it it changed a little bit but it didn't change a lot it just the way it saturates accentuates certain ranges um and i like plugins that do stuff like that the downside is that like because there's not a lot of flexibility in the god particle i just i I wish I could fine tune a little more to where like the saturation fits a little
0: wider. Yeah. Uh, that that plugin you know? is definitely marketed to like producers who just want like a uh, one Loud. plugin fits all for loudness or whatever. Yeah. Um, I do think that like, I like, I use it like, I like the widening in it as well as the, the mid range. Mid range bump that it kind of does. Uh, those are my favorite things about it. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's go into the next one. This is a free plugin, actually. Acoustica mm-hmm. um, has a free version of the Coral Tilt. And mm-hmm. I've been using that one a lot recently. Yeah. I find myself using it a lot. Uh, not just for the top end, but like I'll use the backsend dolly EQ and I'll go to like whatever the frequencies are. I think it's like 1.6. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at the top end, it's got like a 1.6, 1.8, or 2.1 kilohertz. And I'll start there, and I'll boost the frequencies from there, just Mm -hmm. to kind of like boost the mid-range as well as the top end. I've been doing that for vocals a lot or for different instruments. Um, And this is uh, similar, so that's totally free. The choral, Baxter, is free from Acoustica Audio, which is a great Mm -hmm. company. They've got like a little um, preamp thing going on, some sort of... It does change the tone just a little bit. It's got like a built-in... What, what am I calling harmonic saturator or something yeah. going on, where it's kind of going through something. Anyway, it sounds great. It's really useful. It's a classic Baxendal EQ. I mean, it's, it's acoustic. It sounds great. I use this on mastering. You can use it on mixing. I've been using it on mixing recently more yeah. um, uh, just because of that 1.6, 1.8. The reason why I like it is because also, you know, Mixland with Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, he has the tilt EQ, and yep. the tilt EQ has a high shelf from 1K. Yeah. And I, that's the one I use the most is I love that one K high shelf boost. I'll on I'll, I'll un split, I'll like cut off the split and connect well turn off the connection between um the link between the low filter and the high filter. Mm-hmm. And I'll just like boost one K on like various different buses and vocals or things like that. Things that need not just top end but also some mid range as well. Yeah. Dude it's fantastic. And then and I've been using the coral as well for the same exact thing. It's great.
1: Yeah. Actually I use the coral a lot more for the low end.
0: You've been using it for the low end. Yeah. Cool. Reason being is
1: like, you know how it is trying to project on small speakers, laptops, things of that nature. It's not always about that sub content. And sometimes just having a way of filtering it up would actually help a lot. So, you know, I'm a big fan of the voice of God and using that, which has yeah. that taper effect. But in this case, because it's actually just a cut and a shelf, it sounds similar. But it's just different. It doesn't saturate it as much. It doesn't have that, like, same thickness. It's cleaner. So it's
0: like the combination of the high-pass filter as well as the low-end shelf. Mm-hmm. Sounds really good is what you're saying. Yeah, it makes it tighter than, like, what the voice of God would have done. It does. It does. Yeah. It, so on this Coral Baxter, it's uh, it's got high-pass filter, low-shelf, uh high shelf and then uh low pass filter. So mm-hmm. it's got cut. So and the cut starts from 70 kilohertz, which is crazy. Um and uh it's also got that preamp button, so I think something's going on. But it sounds really, really great. And I can't believe it's free for how good it sounds. I actually like the sound of this more than the paid dangerous version from UAD. Oh,
1: to be honest, I'm in the same boat. Um
0: and this is free, dude. It's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: I will say this the dangerous one uses less CPU. So anytime I'm in like a heavy mix or anything, yeah, yeah, I can't pull out the coral as much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if I'm in the master bus, I mean, coral all day. Oh, dude, it's so good, man. Yeah. Um, and this is like part of a bundle called the Coral Bundle, which has a bunch of other things. I think it's also like the emulated SPL iron compressors yep. built into it as well. So um, a lot of cool things, but that's free. And the Mixland Tilt, which is another one, which has built in saturation, um, is also phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's super phenomenal. It just doesn't have a high pass, low pass filter into it, but it's, it's great. The Tilt from Mixland is great. The last thing that I want to talk about, and this is not specific to this plugin necessarily or this company, I want to keep it to like the general category of this plugin. and mm. I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts about this, but the one, but I'm going to start with the specific one is the Corey Wong archetype from Neural mm. DSP. Yeah, the the guitar sim. Yeah, dude, uh, the specifically the Corey Wong one from Neural DSP. Neural DSP sounds amazing, mm. but specifically the Corey Wong one sounds freaking fantastic fantastic dude yeah he sounds great how do you feel about amp sims um a
1: believer and a disbeliever it's kind of funny because like both me and you play guitar um i don't play as much as i used to but the one thing that i do remember is that you know if you're planning on using an amp sim it's probably better to track with an amp sim uh, so that you get the playability of it right because outside of that now you're dialing in A recreation of your tone later now from the point of view of like a mixing engineer we'll find something that works and fits for our best needs for the record right but um i've always been a a huge disbeliever because it just doesn't feel the same as like the reaction type of an actual amp so from my sense it's a performance thing it's not a tone thing because tone wise i've heard a lot of good amp sims I've heard a lot of really good sounding ones. But depending on your setup and how you're able to run through that amp sim, like, you might just have that little bit of latency that just kind of throws you off if you're doing, like... Oh, it's gotten less, so
0: good, too. Yeah,
1: they've gotten really good to the point where, like... um uh you see people like uh the guitars from bring me the horizon i think they're actually supposed to be working and they have with like them. hardware
0: stuff too now. yeah i think neural DSP specifically has our hardware stuff i mean the yeah. helix is popular from line six it's yeah like for a,
1: me it definitely has to be that um uh the
0: kaiser the amps is, uh, what is
1: it the kemper. the kemper kemper profiler the kemper profiler for me has always been really impressive that's like the i've standard, actually really right? enjoyed it yeah that's and like anytime you're doing like tours. Uh, you see line six and Kemper pop up the most. Uh, you don't see bias amps uh, pop up as much, even though they do have their own amps. Um, and you could load up everything from an iPad and control it, blah, blah, blah. That's all good. But um, Neural DSP plugin wise, like they're actually really good. And one Dude, of the hardest fantastic. things to recreate is distortion. Oh, like, yeah. And they have the hardware too, they have really the quad hard. cortex.
0: Yeah. So you can actually download these archetypes and like upload it into the pedal which yep. like emulates not just the amp but the microphones the and the cab. And yeah. And I have a bunch of friends. I've had like even, you know, Gavin, bro, like mm-hmm. he's he was the type of person that would like I only touch boutique amps. You know, like no, he's God. one of those. Yeah. Like total gear snob, total. He would snob. love my Two Rock. And he like sold his he sold it. Nice he sold it for these amp sims dude, and and the reason why I bring this up is because from a mixing perspective, if mm. every time I get guitars instead of me just going for an e q or mm-hmm. going for like Decapitator or something, if I want to change the tone, I just go straight for an amp sim, yeah, and I like and I'll like have it emulate going through the cab or just the amp or like the the some, you know a couple of pedals or something like that, so yeah. like I'll like rechange the tone of it, mm-hmm. like reamp the tone digitally um. Instead of just EQing it.
1: Yeah. Honestly, that's usually going to be better. Because a lot of times if you're... It's kind of like using saturation for EQ or just using straight up EQ. The EQ is only going to shift the frequency. It's not going to really change the character at all. It's really just going to make it sound... Brighter, thicker, something. Like, you can put some character behind EQ, but those are usually, like, emulated EQs or something that do a little something harmonically. But if you wanted to change the character or the vibe of the tone of the actual guitar, then, yeah, run it through a sim.
0: Is that is that called reamping? It's just digital reamping?
1: The reamping is more about... You go out um,
0: into an amp and then re-record it, but, like...
1: Basically, yeah, but 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 the the fundamental idea behind it is just throw it on a DI and you're done.
0: Yeah, so we'll just say... We'll just call it for the sake of...
1: Uh, you're reamping in the box yeah yeah yeah,
0: just like digital reamping yeah Um, and I think it's awesome I think it's amazing like if at any point I want to change the tone of this electric guitar or Mm. even acoustic guitar like I'll just some of these I know that like for example there's one archetype in there Mm. that I loved bro which one was it it was ooh ooh, the Tim Henson archetype has this really cool acoustic guitar filter one the Gojira was actually
1: pretty good from the demos I heard
0: yeah, there's a bunch of these, like, oh my gosh, these are a the Nolly is
1: the one I want to try. The
0: Nolly, dude. They they got, like, people in here. And this is just one of the companies. Like, yeah. Bias Effects makes them as well, uh, makes them good ones. Again, Helix is, is, Line 6 used to be a joke, but then they came out with Helix, and now it's like, oh, people are taking it seriously. Yeah. Helix is good. Um, there's just a lot of absence out there. And I think it's just like from a mixing perspective and I'm not talking about using it for stage. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about anything else, but like doing that digital reamping, I think is really underrated. And I've been doing that a lot recently when needed. I've also like decided not to use the reamp at all. You You know, know, it's, it's it's kind of
1: funny when you think about like progression and mixing, mastering and all that kind of stuff. Have you noticed that the tool set that you reach for becomes more of a harmonic tool set versus an actual utility tool set? Mm. It's like, oh, it needs to be EQ'd better. It's like, I don't really think the EQ is the issue. You know, you actually start finding what the practical issue is versus like the overall, I guess, blanketed way of looking at it yeah you know because like uh, running your guitars through like an amp sim is going to change a lot about it but if you think about it from the point of view from mixing engineer and not as a performer it actually has much more utility than just being that distortion or that brand of amplification you know mm. everybody wants that Marshall tone cool but what is the Marshall tone like is it that thick low mid okay great well you could still have a Marshall and record it, and have a lack of low mids. You know, it'd still be the Marshall tone, just not very well captured. So sometimes you're reaching for more harmonic tools than you are for an EQ to actually correct or enhance certain ranges. So, you know, amp sims as a form of, like, you know, instead of reaching for an EQ or a compressor to fix guitar tones, I don't really see the issue.
0: I wanted to. I demoed the Tim Henson one. Mm Mm-hmm. Thinking that I don't know Tim Henson that well, but like I literally just like the aesthetics yeah. of it. This Neural DSP does a great job with like aesthetics as well, yeah. which shouldn't affect how much I like something, but it definitely does. Um, yeah, Nolly has a good one too. Oh, he's got a bunch, dude. Yeah, Nolly from
1: Poly- three, um, insane tones all day, great sounding drums and everything in the entire group. Like they, uh, what is it? Good drums or better drums? Or yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, I forget what it is, but they've got that plugin company that they do together. Uh, play better drums. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I think it's good drums.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, get, get good, good drums. drums. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, they, they do very simplistic plugin formats, they have great kits and everything. Um, they do one shots to loops and stuff like that, but um, they actually have like a really really good brand behind tone and sound yeah you know it's kind of like uh one thing that i do all the time with like live drums is uh i layer samples um which is tedious if you want to be extremely accurate with like the performer right you have to do like tap to transient then paste tap to transient then paste you know it's it's a little bit annoying but the the benefit that the good uh get good drums have is that you can use their samples so if there's like a specific tone that you like and you're the type to use samples like you can always layer their samples in
0: and because i use um trigger Mm -hmm. oftentimes from um from slate this is a good place to get samples for drum samples or
1: if i don't have splice you know have you tried drumagog that's probably a plugin that i see get like drumagog yep Drumagog Five, I think, is the latest release. Never heard of this Uh, drum
0: replacer. That's crazy looking. Yeah,
1: but it has left right hand articulation. Uh, You actually have dynamic articulation. You have filtering. You have blending. um, You have overhead room uh, blending and all that kind of stuff, just like how Trigger does. But Trigger doesn't have that left right articulation. You can also do multi uh, multi sample dynamics, meaning that a different sample is triggered by a different ratio. But um, you can also have it randomized. Even if it's in the same um, uh, velocity, mm-hmm. you can have it be different samples. That way it's not triggering the same sample when it's hit at the same way.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah,
1: So it adds a little more realism, but it requires you to have like your samples pre-mapped out or you can use their presets. I, I have one patch that I pre-mapped out for myself uh, that works really well on snares that, you know, whenever I blend it in, it doesn't tend to sound bad. Like it doesn't sound like obvious samples under it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: So uh, I think that's it for the plugins that we want to talk about today. Yeah. Um, really great thoughts, and uh, we had some cool, interesting things. A lot more plugins that you should try out out there. I recommend trying out everything that we talked about, trying out uh, some other plugins, just in general. Just just have fun with it, man. And I'm still obsessing over how like Aesthetic. aesthetically pleasant this Tim Henson set is. The Tim Henson archetype from Neural DSP is just so aesthetically pleasing. Like, look at these pedals, man. Look at the cabs. Dude, it's so pleasing. Anyway, on that note, uh, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy.